Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts, and we're still in chapter 8, looking at verses 9 through 13 from the New King James Version. In verses 9 through 11, which we'll share tonight, we meet Simon. And this is not Simon Peter, the apostle of Jesus Christ. This Simon is a direct challenger to and counterfeit of Jesus' claims. Simon practiced magic, drew praise and perhaps even worship from the people, and he claimed to be great. And that's all according to the Faith Life Study Bible. Okay, so let's listen to Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 13 from the New King James Version. But there was a certain man named Simon who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is a great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Again, Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 13, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 13, read from the New King James Version. Just as um, anything that God does, Satan tries to imitate. He tries to counterfeit. But when it's held up to the light, just like you can tell in um, a, a, a dollar or a, a currency, that's not real. The same thing is true when you... Uh, when you examine a fraud. And that's what Simon was. He was not called of God as the people of Samaria believed. And let's just listen to the commentary. It commentaries. They will help us understand this certain man called Simon. This Simon had a fair degree of local fame. He was honored as one of um, who didn't only have the power of God They said of him, this is a great power of God. 
this man is a great power of God. So they believed his sorceries. And then let's just listen. He previously practiced sorcery. To uh, unlearn that which is bad proved many times harder than to learn that which is good. So as we're going to find out with this Simon, he tried to change his way. And we'll find out later that, you know, there's still a little bit of shadiness about him. But let's listen. In the Bible, sorcery is associated with occult, magical practices, and often with the taking of mind and mood-altering drugs. Whatever real power Simon had, it was from Satan, not God. The specific words indicates indicates that Simon was a Magi. And remember, the Magi are the ones who met, uh, visited Jesus. In the ancient world, there was a class of astronomers and scientists known as Magi. And that's in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. But local wizards and sorcerers also took the title. So that's probably, probably why people believed that they were from God. But anyway, let me continue. They used it to prey on the innocence or the ignorance and superstitions of the common people. And that's even true now as we look at charlatans who prey on ignorance and superstition of common people. And I know when we grew up in Opelousas, those a lot of people <laughs> believed in voodoo. But let me continue. Ramsey uh, describes the Magi, especially the Allura sort, who appealed to the, to the widespread superstition of the ancient world as the strongest influence that existed in the world, in that world, and one that must either be either that must either destroy or be destroyed by Christianity. So he had to get rid of it and get get rid of it in the minds of those people, of anybody, not just them, <laughs> all people. Because even as we look at the voice of the martyrs and we read about all of the uh, bondage that people are under as they try to escape some of these um, false religions, some of these ideologies that are not godly, it's hard to destroy them to change the mindset of people. But let me continue. And they hated him because he had astonished them with his sorceries. And he had done it for a long time. The Samaritans wrongly assumed that because Simon had real spiritual power, it was from God. Yet that simply wasn't true. Uh, he had it for some time, a long time, in this city. Sorceries, perhaps, um, could have began, or uh, according to Matthew Henry, an instigation of Satan soon after the Savior had been there to undo the work of Christ. And, um, and that's, of, of course, that's Satan's way, is to crush a good work in its bud and infancy. And again, you have to look at all of the people who are persecuted all over the world as they uh, try to come to Christ and their families turn on them. But let me continue. Uh, when they, when the people believed Philip and what he preached concerning uh, the name of God, of Jesus Christ and God, they um, 
they turned to Christianity and they were they were baptized. And not only were they baptized, Simon was also baptized. And um he was convinced by Philip's preaching and amazing miracles to the point that he decided to uh, he declared his belief, was baptized, and continued with Philip and became one of his followers in his ministry. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. And Father, we thank you that the light of your word shines in those dark places that tries to hide, that tries to counterfeit your work. Those who believe in uh, cultic practices, those who believe in witchcraft, those who do other and believe other um, religions that are contrary to your word, contrary to the, um, uh, the message of love and of hope that you have for your believers. And we thank you, Father, even as those, uh, we're praying for Bangladesh, even as those who are ministering there, protect them, Father, because local Muslim authorities, Islamists, extremists, groups, families, and and communities persecute Christians. So we pray for those who are facing those kind of uh, persecutions. And Father, we pray that, uh, that your word keeps spreading there. 87% of the people of Bangladesh are Sunni Muslims. So God, we're praying that your word reaches, like the words the song says, it can reach to the highest mountain. So we know it can reach to the hearts of some of these um, men and women who are seeking, who have a religion that doesn't satisfy. Father, we thank you that your word can reach and touch and change hearts and lives. Father, we're praying for Bangladesh uh, believers who are sharing the gospel in the northern districts. And we're praying for those who are seriously injured when Muslims burn down their homes. And Father, we're praying for all other needs that your children have. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.